welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Hovos Halevavo, The Gate of Abstinence by Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda. And we were learning the forms of abstinence uh, that uh, the Torah recommends. Uh, the first kind, which we learned last week, was talking about how we should be with other people. And today, the second kind, the abstinence, is we should adopt of the second kind, that which relates solely to ourselves with regard to our senses and external limbs, and may be divided into two parts. So the first uh, are the forbidden, namely the negative commandments, that we should abstain from them. There's 365 no-nos, let's call them, uh, negative commandments, and 248 positive commandments. They, if you add them up, there are 613, and this is the amount of organs and sinews that we have in the, in the body, and they're all connected to our organs and our sinews, and so when you abstain from what it needs to be abstained, that organ is gonna be healthy, and if, if, if you do what you're not meant to do, uh, then that organ's not gonna be healthy and the same with the positive commandments, which if you do them, you're gonna keep healthy. And if not, obviously also in the times of the temple, you, we know exactly uh, why we got sick. It, it was something that we knew today. We don't know about, about this. this. This manuscript was burned, so we don't know about it. But this is what the Kabbalah teaches us. And so then you have the, the permitted, namely all the different kinds of permitted pleasures. So you have things that are permitted and you have things that are not permitted. And as the Alter Rebbe says, what is forbidden is forbidden and what is permitted is not necessary. So each of these parts may be divided into three ways, into three as follows. We have the forbidden, which is anything that is forbidden to us, things that are not accepted, and either it is one of the things for which there is a natural longing, such as a sec illicit sexual acts, theft, usury, a compulsive or gluttonous eating of forbidden foods, or even kosher foods, and something that by nature one neither abhors nor desires, such as wearing a garment of wood and, wool and linen and flax, or sowing diverse seeds together, eating meat and milk cooked together, uh, eating forbidden fat, and many things similar to this. And then we have something that is repulsive to us, to our nature, and aberrant to our soul, such as eating the flesh of a beast that is um, that has just died, or eating animals that are alive, and uh, eating blood, eating any of the many creatures that one would not wish to eat even if these were permitted to be eaten, such as the eight species of reptiles. So you should dis discipline yourself, uh, says Rabbi Bahia, and he's way he speaks, my brother, by abstaining from all that God has commanded you to abstain from until the disgust you feel and the abhorrence you have for forbidden forms of pleasures and desires reach such, such an extent that the most revolting of the forbidden things and those that are attractive to others are equally abhorrent to you. So what he's saying is that things that are forbidden to us, we should really hate them. We should not want them. Like even if you have a Yetzer Hara that drives you to them, you should work so hard to come to the point where you're gonna hate them.
And so, so it says, for example, like a forbidden sexual relations, taking money in prohibited ways, self-aggrandizement through the humiliation of one's fellow and his disparagement, or like making someone uh, humiliate, all which a person by nature is strongly attracted to should be as repulsive to you as eating mice, blood, or reptiles, which are repulsive and ab abhorrent to your nature. Like for you, to have a relationship with someone that is forbidden for you should be like going and eating a rat. That's the way you should see it. Like it's disgusting. Like why would I do this? And so when you attain this degree of abstinence from the forbidden without forcing your nature or feeling it a hardship, you will belong to the, to the class of people who are free from sin and safe from stumbling, on whom it says in Mishlei, no evil will befall the righteous. You're gonna come to a different category of a human being. So then you have the permitted, you have things that are permitted to you, and there are also three ways of partaking of the permitted things left uh, to our discretion. The first way is partaking only of food that is not consumed for pleasure, food without which one would not live or continue to exist. Like, yeah, you need to eat because you need energy. Obviously, we don't eat, we die. The moment a person stops eating, his neshama will just leave the body. So we need to eat. It's a necessity of the body. We need to keep ourselves alive. It's important. So the second is partake, partaking of permitted food in a more liberal fashion, aiming for moderation in pleasure without extravagance or profligacy, for example, by meeting basic needs with good bread and finely prepared dishes by drinking good wine in moderation. And so what he's saying, okay, this is the middle way. Like Hashem is not asking you to not like what you eat, to just like not take um, pleasure from eating. He's not asking you this, but do it in moderation. Don't go excessive. And then the third way is a person that's overindulging in permitted pleasures purely for the sake of luxury. So for example, you should leave the most special food for Shabbos or for Yom Tov. Like I go to the supermarket and the most special things I find, I, I say, Lekovet Shabbat Kodesh, I buy them for Shabbat and I keep them for Shabbat. And I don't eat these things during the week because they're very special. So I don't uh, overindulge in, in steak and all these things during the week. I eat in a, in a good way, in a healthy way. I, I eat delicious food. It doesn't mean it doesn't have to taste delicious, but the very luxurious, special things I don't eat during the week. I leave them for Chavez unless there's a big celebration about something going on and then you go and you go to a nice restaurant and you order the steak or you order the big thing, the special luxurious thing because you're celebrating something. But you keep it in the context of this is a special, you know? So when a person lives in this way, he's not abstaining from it. He's not like, okay, I don't need these things. I'm not gonna take a pleasure from the world, but everything, has to fall in the right category. Like I see people, like they're drinking wine every day, they're eating dessert every day. <laughs> like, you know, they take these this very luxurious pleasures and they put them in their weekday. 
So that's what he's saying. He's like overindulging in permitted pleasures purely for the sake of luxury. And this would lead one to forbidden pleasures and keep him from performing the duties he owes God, as it says, lest he quaff and forget that which is decreed. So the problem is that when you live a life of excess, and it's a permitted excess, you're permitted to have it, then this is gonna make you less sensitive to, to godliness. It's gonna make you coarse. And so every day you're gonna be more vain and more vain and more vain, less, less connected, less connected, less connected. This is what he's saying, like you have to take care of, you have to be careful with this. So you should practice abstinence from the permitted pleasures, my brother, to the best of your ability so that you come to regard them as in the same class with the pleasures that are forbidden to you. Otherwise, you may forsake the Torah and neglect your duty. And you know what the Creator, may he be exalted, commanded the king when he said he should not have many wives. Like King Solomon, we know he was the wisest of men. And Hashem says a, a Jewish king cannot have many wives. He cannot have many horses. And, 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 and we see that did not Shlomo, king of Israel, sin a on account of these things, he ended up sinning and he was so wise. Imagine there was no one wiser than him. And because he had excess, he ended up sinning. So the, 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 the foreign woman caused him to sin. And this despite his powerful intellect, vast knowledge and great stature. Imagine a person that is in such a level is uh, fell to that degree because of the excess. Imagine us simple human beings that we're not so wise, how much more we have to take care of ourselves. So he talks about inner detachment that we should be, keep and uh, understand, be careful and guard our, our soul by abstaining in our heart and through from all that may keep us from uh, the commandments of Hashem. And we should labor for the needs of this world while at the same time remain inwardly detached from them. So what he's saying is it's a paradox. Yeah, labor for the needs of this world, uh, go work, get rich. It's not about not having, it's about having but using it for the right reasons, using everything in the right moment. And so do not let your inner detachment prevent you from working at your trade, for in doing this work, work you are in compliance with God's service. As we have stated previously, when however you're able to lay aside worldly activity, give it up for the sake of the Creator's service. Like if you're not gonna work, if you have free time in your life, don't go and do Netflix. Don't go and watch a movie. Learn Torah, sit down, learn Torah, do Tehillim, go and pray, go do a mitzvah, go help somebody else. Don't, don't replace one, one luxury for another luxury. Like go and give God some nahas. So it says whoever fulfills the Torah in the midst of poverty will in the end fulfill it in the midst of riches. Whoever neglects the Torah because of, rich, of his riches will at the end neglect it in the time of poverty. And so it says you should endeavor to restrain, and so it says this is Pirkei Avot. So this is what, what Rabbi Bahia is teaching us to, to us today, that we should be very careful. It's not about not enjoying the world. It's not about not having pleasure from the delicacies that Hashem gives us. It's about infusing godliness in them, using them with a higher self, using them to bring uh, Hashem into the world, doing a braha, celebrating a simha, you know, use them in the right context. 
That's what uh, Rabbi Bahia is saying. It's not like abstain from the world. It's not use the world, but you will use it in the right way, at the right time, in the right ma f frame of mind, with the right intentions. And in that way, you will live a little higher. So I leave you here and uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>